we open to see the swirling darkness of a vast black void. Slowly from the shadows, we see a blue-scaled, amphibious, draconic humanoid float into view. We see a large burn scar across her face. She floats in the void calmly, sleeping. Her eyes quickly flick open, and she looks around herself in the darkness. We see five figures seated on ebony thrones above her. They all wear strange masks and black flowing robes, decorated with a familiar flaming red geometrical insignia. The blue-scaled dragon woman lies prostrate in front of the ominous council. She speaks while still facing down. Masters, production is going quicker than we first thought. A man in a lion mask interrupts her. We have not summoned you to speak of trade. We know of your failure at Huntergate. Masters, you have foolishly lost a sacred keystone. I beg of your forgiveness, great masters. Our men in the ring are beginning. Your men are dead. We have learned that they have been all laid to waste by a group of adventurers from a nearby town. A group that now controls the ring and a keystone. Masters, I, I beg of your forgiveness. We do not offer forgiveness, but an opportunity. Our contacts tell us that they plan to reopen Huntergate. And when they do, you had better be there, ready to reclaim the keystone. Yes, 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 of course. A woman wearing a crimson fiend mask speaks. Count yourself lucky, Belmazog. My initiate, who was watching the ring, will not share your chance of redemption. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you, great masters. A man in a gold-plated, smiling human mask speaks up. Production should not slow, either. We have a tight schedule to keep up. A woman in a black feline mask speaks. Yes, our great giant still slumbers, but not for long. Everything must keep moving as we have planned. A woman in a mithril boar mask speaks out. Yes, and our king under the mountain is finally coming around. Belmazog speaks up excitedly. Yes, yes, and what have Dahak's chosen, great masters? The lion-masked man speaks. Your lord is following the plan perfectly. Now go, retrieve the keystone from these fools, or we will share your failure with your lord and let him decide your fate. Yes, of course, great masters, it will be done. Immediately, Belmazog is launched through the void, away from the council, 
and into the darkness. We fade back out of the darkness to find her laying down in a cot in a spacious tent. We hear the chittering sounds of the dense Mwangi jungle. Her eyes open as she stands. We zoom in on her eyes as she angrily conjures a great flame around her, burning the tent. We zoom until we see nothing but black. Title card, Age of Ashes, Book Two, Cult of Cinders. Find our adventurers back at Hell Knight Hill. Perhaps maybe it shouldn't be called that anymore, but we'll see. We see all of them walking in and out of the Citadel, joined by the Bumblebrasher tribe, uh, carrying out various rubble and debris and trash, uh, loading it into uh, wagons, carrying back down to town. Uh, burning some other refuse. And we also see them tidying up the the weeds of the courtyard and various tasks as they clean the castle. But the sun is setting on this day. We see uh, all of them are just covered in sweats as well as the uh, bumble rashers. And we watch as they finish their task, apparently, the castle is now in a much more um, homely state where it was before. You can actually see the castle in between uh, what you were looking at all the like the the knee high weeds and such. But now the castle looks pretty good for the most part, but still needs a lot of repair. We find our four heroes sitting around a large uh, orange barrel with a little nozzle and a bunch of uh, water bottles as they pass around like after a junior high football game (laughs) and they all uh, look back and enjoy the work they've done over the past week here at Citadel Alteran what do you guys do still can't believe this place is ours I mean it's it's I, I guess you know upon finding this deed I wasn't sure if you know, it would it would be completely legal, but I mean, here we are, and you know, it, it's crazy to think about the first time we walked through here, and um, just the the initial thoughts we had, the initial mess was everywhere, and now, I mean, look look at this place. I think we've we've done a pretty good job here. Yeah, you guys remember you looking at the those 
the door that Frizzy like kicked down or the rusty thing and you encountered those like goblin dogs and now those goblin dogs are just like kind of lounging around the courtyard or the the outside the outskirts of the castle and very different place than you were before but I'm excited to make this into something a lot more positive than what it was I I think it's it could be something incredible I think it's a beautiful castle now that we own it, I mean, it doesn't have to be some bearing symbol of law on the townspeople, but I think it, it'll it'll make a nice home when we're done. Yeah, maybe we could do something cool with it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, absolutely. Let's think about, I mean, what? A little bit of history on the castle was a, a pretty big spot for commerce, pretty, pretty big income driver for the economy here in Regional, I don't know. Maybe we can beach volleyball tournament. <laughs> beach maybe, volleyball. Maybe we could uh we could like, you know, we 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 take all all the individual rooms and then we we post them somewhere and and we you know we do like uh like short-term rent <laughs> where people from other places, if they're gonna travel to Breach Hill, they can you know wherever we posted it, they can like claim it for like a night or two. And then we've I'm, got, you know, yeah. like, and it feels like a real home for them. Like they're home away from home. Like I'm pretty bad home, at but. like lunch and dinner, but I can make a mean breakfast. Maybe we can serve them breakfast in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it like, we'll call it like, uh, like, like, like. No, I like got, I got it. I got it. Ground, like ground bed and breakfast, ground bed and breakfast or like ground B and B. <laughs> No, 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 Frisky, it's so much it's beef. so much simpler. We offer fair prices and we offer bed and breakfast. Fair B and B. Well that's just what we'll call it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I that's think we good. have yeah, some, some, some commerce ideas. I don't know. <laughs> I have to pass it through uh through the you know council, see if it's legal, but I don't see why not. Uh, you've got the council in your back pocket. I know what you were doing a couple of nights ago, or maybe that's going to be tonight. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Gressa is a very handsome woman. I have no intentions other than to get to know, to know her better. Yeah, right. I saw you making ghouly eyes at her. You look at her like Galeri looks at that other dude. What's uh, his name? Talk about that. Stop. I think my he favorite part left. of Fizzy Gig is that he, he doesn't remember anyone's name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My goodness. Eric? Was that his name, Eric? Stop. Yes. He just left. It's a sore <laughs> subject. <laughs> Too soon, Frizzy Gig. Has, what, Look, what day crying. are we on now? I mean, what? Glare yeah, is crying. It has, uh, it's been like about, three days. it's been, I believe, eight, uh, yeah, it's been eight days, seven, yeah, eight days. Because we cleaned. We yes. cleaned everything. Yeah, it's, it's actually exactly a week after you guys have started cleaning, so. I mean, yeah, the, the grounds look nice and clean, but this place is still a giant dump heap. I don't think yeah. it's that bad. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a you dump You live heap. in trash. You sit in cloth. I that do is not your live bed in trash. <laughs> yeah, your bed is meant to surround you and make you warm and cozy. And, that is, and I have turned it to make it more so that. 
I can't even come up with like a, a, a valid argument. I can't. Like, <laughs> yeah, his, because his I'm right. truth is different than my it. truth. So Frizzigig's sphere of information and logic is just so much more limited than the rest of ours that we can't even communicate with him. Let's just I not can't. even try to challenge him. Because Glaring he's not stupid. I know what you're saying. Different set of assumptions than we are, so we can't even oh communicate with him, and that's okay. Can't even communicate with me. You're talking about like I, like I come from some different world or something. Jeez, you guys are just coming up with excuses because you know I'm right. <laughs> you pinned me. I guess when your life is ten times shorter than mine, oh. your life, <laughs> your world looks significantly. Different. He doesn't have time to clean. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't have time. I don't, I, I can't just waste time on things that are important. The sun <laughs> begins to set. <laughs> And it begins getting dark outside on Hell Night Hill. <laughs> and you see well, that the was a uh, day well spent. <laughs> you see the uh, <laughs> the the town below. The smoke coming from the chimneys. Lights are kind of the you know candles are being lit. The uh, street lamps and such. And um, most of the goblins uh, are kind of packing up and heading back into the citadel where they're making camp on the first floor. Um, but as it's getting dark, what does the hero, or sorry, yeah, what does the, the heroes, the party do? I, I believe that I'm, the, the, um, the castle is not in a good enough shape to, uh, to sleep in. It will not fit my needs, so I'm going to be headed back to town to get some rest. I will be staying at the inn. Right? Are you, are you going with him? Who, did you say me? Yeah, are you oh, going back to the tavern as well? Um, yeah, all this stuff is still there. Uh, Lucy and Purchaser are still there. Um, oh, Chance, I have a very important question for you regarding Lucy and Patricia. Yes. Uh, at what at, at what rate do they age? Because yeah. at some point they're going to they're going to ask Frizzigig for their own room, and it's going to be like a very awkward conversation, hmm. like when your kid's old enough, you know, and they're like, "Hey, like I need some mm -hmm. space, Dad." Well, I was yeah. Cry a little bit inside. I was gonna say that they're actually probably like up there with you because you don't want to keep them just in a room all day. And in the like two weeks or so that you have, they've been under your care. They've actually grown quite a bit because they're not wolves; they're wargs, and they yeah. are. Even though they are puppies, they are growing at a very astonishing rate. So they were like the size of like house cats, and now they're like getting up to the size of like a normal dog oh boy hmm. oh they're getting big um well no of course they would come up for like the day but i think i think while while the accommodations uh you know frizzy the, the accommodations are fine for frizzy gig um he requires better for them mm -hmm. and so he will take them back to the um uh to the the inn for the time being until there is a proper room for them gotcha um, how long did we say it was going to take me to fix the gate? It, yeah, it's about, it's about going to be like a, a month. That's what you thought. Right. So, and you've Aaron, been working on it kind of on and off at night. Aaron says, I think, I mean, I think I'll wander my way back to town, but I think I'm going to stay and get some more work done on this gate. It's going to take a long time and I don't, I don't really want to waste our time here. Um, I am going to go back to my 
traditional elven ways and forge my trail in the nearby wilderness here. I I just don't feel like wasting any more money. I'm, I think this is a great time to, to get some meditation done and to find my roots back with what I love to be a part of. So if you need to yeah, find yeah. me, I'll be in that patch of trees over there, Aaron. If you need a place to stay and you don't want to go all the way back to town, you can come find me. But I'll just be out here. I, I love it here. So sure, I, yeah, I right no after you finished berating me for my sleeping situation, <clears throat> you go lay down in the dirt outside. Who said I was laying, laying down go. in some dirt? I, I, I don't see any. You know nothing of elves. I'll have you some know nothing of elves. <laughs> I will sleep in the trees. I will hammock. Right, I'm tall right, enough, I'm tall so enough you to climb go trees. lay down in the dirt on top of I some dead animals. You forget that I'm tall enough to woods. get off the ground. <laughs> I can get off the ground. Look at this. And he, and he jumps. So there. <laughs> Eat it, Kaleri. <laughs> Look at this. Check this out. I just missed my king bed. <laughs> I, need to, I need my own room. I need my space. Well, we all watch as the friends now, I, I think everyone is really good friends now, they separate and we watch as they all head back to town uh, before splitting up and, and going to their various places of rest. But they head back down the hill, uh, sun goes down, and they all, um, they all get to the town square and we hear them inaudibly um, make plans to meet back up at the wizard's grace for a drink before going to bed. Uh, but until then, they all separate from the town square. And we are, to make this interesting, I'm going to roll to see which hero we are going to follow first. Oh, cool. Mm. Uh, one through four, please. Boy number three. Boy number Boy five. Number four. <laughs> Give me four. Just call a number out. Three. One. You're two, Silas. Okay. I'm two. All right, and I got two. So we are <laughs> going to follow Frizzigig. Uh-oh. <laughs> we, we follow Frizzigig through the uh, calm streets of... Uh, the night streets of Breach Hill. And he comes to a large monastery like establishment um we come up and there's stained glass and he kind of walks in through the the steps and through the halls and as he passes through the halls we see that there are he passes peaceful lounges where we see people praying and then also verdant indoor gardens we see wind chimes and uh, tall candles and plants of all kinds flowers and everything and eventually as he passes through he kind of walks into one of these gardens where there's small little pond and some like koi fish and some other things and he kind of walks up to another goblin in white clothes and a large headdress with a butterfly pendant around her neck. And she is praying, but she turns and says, Ah, yes, Frizzigig, you've come again. 
What brings you to the great dream house of Desna? Uh, uh, hey, hey, Warble. Um, I should know. Frizzigig looks uh, as as uncomfortable as he possibly can in this mode. This is just ho- 100% not his place. Um, but uh, he says, uh, uh, Warble, you got a second? Can I talk to you in, in private? Yes, yes, of course. And she gets up and she walks over with you to a more private part of this butterfly garden. All right, I need to I need to ask you about something, but to do that, I got to tell you a whole lot of somethings and you can't you got to promise me you're not going to tell anybody. You have my word. I I am a woman of the cloth and you've done you and your friends have done many great things for me. I would never betray your trust, Frizzigig. All right. And then Frizzigig, uh, for the next several minutes, uh, tells her everything. Tells her about um, how he has believed the entire time that his sister was not dead. He tells her why he believes that. He tells her uh, what his plans were from the beginning. He tells her about finding uh the um uh alden mccallister alden thank you uh alden mccallister um about finding him and the journal and and everything in that and him describing the the scene uh in his journal that then frizzigig uh the next time he slept uh had the dream um that he believes was from uh, possibly from his sister's perspective uh that that seemed to be and uh tells her everything that happened then tells her about running to the tree and finding the um and then at this point he and he shows it to her uh the um the elixir of life that he had made for her uh that had uh dried blood uh all over it um and um he says all that he says so I know, I mean, I know it could have just been a, a, a dream, I guess, but it was so specific, and, the, and then I, and I found, and I found this, and, and, I don't know, I know, I mean, she was, she was into all this Desna stuff, and I, I, I know Desna does something with dreams, and I had a dream, and I don't know, Warble, I don't know what to do now. The entire 10 minute or however long it tell it takes for Frizzy Gig to tell Warble this tale. Um, the entire time we see, you know, her face is shocked and then sad and the whole story. She's very reactive to your story. And now when you say this, she kind of is just sitting on this this um, stone stone bench just looking off into the distance, watching the kind of butterflies like flit around from flower to flower. She says, I, it was very hard on me when we lost your sister. Treasel was my best pupil. Treasel was different. She she wanted to help guide others on the journey. 
such as your your grandfather, Kim Gash. Now I have I have grieved her loss for many years now. And I have put that any chance that she were to survive, I I've put that to bed. But you say you've had a dream and you think that our goddess sent it to you and that through this dream you followed followed its path and and found this and she kind of points at your your little you know blood-stained elixir that you gave her Desna works in mysterious ways for the king. All I can offer you in any advice is that you're never lost following butterflies. And she's just staring at the, the butterflies that kind of, and they kind of flutter around the two of you. He kind of like looks up and watches them. Perhaps this vision was sent by our our goddess, or perhaps it's just a dark dream. We cannot know this for sure. But, like I said, follow the butterflies, Frisiking. Keep searching if you believe that Desna is pushing you that way. Find these other heroes. They must know more to the story than this horrible man did. And hopefully you shall find some peace. And she kind of gets up and starts to kind of walk away as the conversation closes. And she turns back to you and says, Remember, Frizzaking. A star cannot see its place in the sky. And with that, she and Frizzigig both kind of look up. And this outside, like, garden has no ceiling. And you look up and you see the night sky and, you know, the hundreds and thousands of stars sparkling. And as Frizzigig looks back down at Warble, she has made herself... Uh, she's she's made it across the garden and has left. We pan out as Frizzigig, as Frizzigig sits and contemplates on these words from Warble. As we pan through the city. And I'm going to roll another die to see who we follow. Ooh. All right. Ooh. One, two, or three. What do you guys got? Three. One. Okay. One. Oh, two. <laughs> um, I got Aaron. Who you Aaron is next. What's up? It's me. All right. What's up? We, Aaron's we're, next. We're going to pan now over from the great dream house of Desna to a familiar building, a building that might have a few scorch marks left. Uh, as we watch as Aaron enters the 
town council building. And he walks through the halls away from the Call of Heroes hall and down the stairs. Down towards a familiar uh, little office. A guard uh, stops him and there's some uh, ineligible uh, talk as we see him unlock the door into the small little jail. Ooh, I'm excited. And as Aaron walks in, the door closes behind him. We see as he passes by three empty cells and comes to the last one where we see Vaz Lorraine sitting on her bed, on her cot. Hey, Vaz. Hello, Aaron. I hoped you would visit me before I'm sent out. Of course. I mean, I only think it just. You're still my friend. Friend, you say? Well... Yes, in my definition, not in yours. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I see. Then I guess the way you define friend is one who betrays you. Does not follow your friends into danger and helps them when they try to guide you towards your goals. Foz, I don't think you understand that you're not the teacher for me. And we weren't friends. You just wanted to teach me or use me or I'm not fully sure, but it was not an equal relationship. I'm choosing to be with people that love me the same as I love them. And I didn't want to betray you, but I could not betray who I did call friends. I'm sorry that it ended up the way it did. Yes, I agree. I do not think that I am the teacher for you, though I thought I was. As I said before, we come from similar upbringings. We both have outgrown our parents and our villages, sought the academy life and found that it was not for us. I thought I thought we were more alike than than we were. But that does not change my fate. Your choice, coming or leaving, that choice made a large difference. And now I will serve my rest of my mortal life in the Gieve in Elidir where I will not see the light of day. Whereas 
you and I could have done extraordinary things without Seta's ring. Tell me, what is your plan for El Seta's ring? How will you use its power? That's a good question. But I don't know if it's only for me to decide. I have... It's more than what I have in, in stake, or, you know, I don't get to just use the ring myself. But first, I will say that I will protect the gates, and I won't see them destroyed. I'm stitching back together the ones that were... the ties that were once broken. I see. Aaron, I... If it means anything, I saw greatness in you, and I still do. I do not know what you seek, I know you seek power, the same way I seek power. But I do not know why. I do not know the rest of your story, but I know you will do great things. Whether good or evil, I do not know. Now, I do not think we will ever see each other again. No, my story ends in a cold, dark cell deep in the earth. But I ask you from one friend to another. You have something of mine. And I ask for it back. For you know that taking another wizard's spellbook is an arcane sin that no wizard would wish on another. My life's work is in those pages. And by taking it, you are not stripping me of just my spells, but of my life, of my years I have worked for. I ask for you to return what is mine to me. Absolutely. Where would you have me put it? She kind of like motions over um, and you see there is kind of a loose stone kind of where you could like hide it where she could still reach it through the bars. See, I don't know. I don't necessarily want to break the law, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can leave it with a guard. I can leave it with a guard if you want me to, or I could put it somewhere safekeeping or, but I don't, you know, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, the guards... I don't want to get in trouble. The guard's not gonna... Like, he's not... Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, and so... She says... She says... How would you feel? You now have risen to the level, if you will, that I am at. You know the power... In all the, all the experience you've gained, you've bled for those, those secrets, those spells. 
How would you feel if they were stripped away from you? Do I know if it would be, like, illegal or whatever to give her her spellbook? Yeah, I mean, like, prisoners aren't supposed to have any possessions. Yeah, I'd assume. I mean, it just lets her... Yeah. I say, Vaz, I can't... I can't... I can't give you this while you're not even under my custody. Like I said, I'll do whatever you'd like me to, but I, I mean, I can't give it to you. If you do not give it to me, then I will never see it again. I'm sorry. Damn! Yeah. Cole! That's it! She sneers. <laughs> and she says, Then you better hope that I am through in saying that we will never meet again for your own sake. Well, if we do meet again, I'll have your spell book and you can get it then. <laughs> <laughs> when you're out of timeout. Uh, yeah, Aaron turns and exits the jail and we pan back up through the earth and into the square as we begin to travel through Breach Hill towards our next two heroes. What's the number? Three and four. One. It is Urkel. (laughs) We pan to a rousing, well-kept tavern. One that we have not seen before. We see above it the inscribed sign says Caden's Keg. And as we enter, we see a large, giant beer hall with large wooden uh, benches and tables and a large bar with tons of different um, uh, heads for beer and and, and barrels and such. Uh, We see a kitchen sending out hearty meals. Of, of meat and potatoes and, 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 and all kinds of, of, of delicious meals for the, this small town. And we follow one waiter, bring over a pair of bratwursts and two flagons of ale to a small, a small table over in the corner near a hearth fire. And we see there is a well-dressed Urkel short and a similarly well-dressed Greta Gardenia. You look beautiful tonight. Thank you um, for making making time out of your busy schedule to, to come out to such a busy place like this. Have you uh, been here before? I... Yes, I. Well, I. Why, thank you, Urkel. You, you also cleaned up nice last time. I the last few times I've seen you, you uh, <laughs> appears to have had a rough day. But uh, yes, I've I've come to Caden's Keg quite some time. Um, I would come here in my my youth. Uh, this is this and the Wizard's Grace are probably the the two best places to get a good meal and ale and. 
these bratwursts are quite delicious, and she kind of picks one up and starts eating it. Absolutely, no. I this is my first time here. I'm I'm glad that uh, you know. I guess I ventured out this evening. It 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 looks delicious. Um, no, I, I I mean I I feel like like I said, you know. Thank you so much for coming out. I feel like you know our, our relationship started off in a very odd way with both of us running towards a, a fountain to collect water to put out a fire um and since then it seems to be relatively transactional if you will yes and uh, do not take offense to this uh urkel um you see we we have many heroes come and go and we've learned through the years to keep a distance with them we we understand that heroes can't stay in Breachill forever and getting too attached to a group of heroes no matter how many good deeds they do for us will always end in us getting hurt or missed if they were to perish or leave and never come back you know, this adventuring business uh, is, is new to me. I was never one to to leave home. I've been in Elodie for the past 25 or some odd years. Um, we're living a pretty normal life, so I guess you're right. You know, for, for somebody who's been on the council for... Actually, I don't think I've asked you. How long have you been serving this great community? Uh, well, we've... We serve two-year, um, two-year terms, uh, and I even as the chair, even as the 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 leader. Yes, yes. Um, two two-year terms, and and every two years we have a new election, and the the uh, the town choose democratically to elect the five most um, five most seemingly eligible people to to lead the town and the person with the most votes actually becomes uh, the head council member so you and have you only served one term or has this been have you been reelected are you allowed to be reelected yes Forgive me for all the questions no no it's uh, our ways are very different from the rest of this world and no yeah we we do serve we can serve as many terms as we need until we need to retire, until the town until the town decides that we are no longer uh, able to serve, or until we decide that as well. But I'm I am only in my second term uh, total. But my my family, the Gardanias, uh, we we have been town leaders for quite some time, ever since my great great great-grandfather uh reynold gardania um he, he really set set many of the laws of this town so you've been funded. here for for some time i did i was very interested to know a little bit about your family so you've always always been here who's who's reynold gardania how much do you know about him well he um he was one of the first settlers, and I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar, um, but we really don't know much of our family 
beyond the first settlers because they were all amnesiacs. A strange, strange occurrence, but my great-great-great-grandfather and my great-great-great-grandmother and, and all of them, they, they did not know where they hailed from. They were lost in the wilderness until... Until uh, the great uh, Lamond Breachton came along and saved them all. It wasn't until then they banded together and he, he taught them the basics of government and they were able to take care of themselves. And my my uh, Reynold Gardania was one of the few who, who set the town up. Have you ever thought about before? What happened before? Where your family originated from, I and I ask solely because I I, I did a, a project in my early adulthood where I went back and traced my my family lineage, and I feel like it would be odd to have it just all of a sudden cut short. Ah, do you wonder I, what happened before? I have you I, thought much about it? Sorry for cutting you off. She she says <laughs> I I hope it wasn't too. Too saddening with your family lineage. And what do you mean? Well, your your origins. Um, forgive me. I, I I mean no offense, but no, I've, no. I've of, heard, of course, I've heard the 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 lineage of of orc offspring spring uh, do not have happy tales. No offense taken. You know, it's, it's definitely as odd living a, a little bit of a, you know. May I be frank with you? Yes. I dress nice. I, I, I do well for myself. I've done well for myself. I've worked very hard at a very young age to, to get where I am today and yeah, a lot of people. You're not the first to ask me where my origins lie, but uh, my, my father and my mother actually worked together. My father was an adventurer. Uh, worked for a group of, of adventurers called the Herald Nine. Fought. You may have heard of them. Uh, he actually lives in town still. You, um, you are Tiberius's son. That's right. Yes, ma'am. Not a lot of people know that about me. I apologize. I, I didn't put the two together. He he was a great hero. My my father um, worked with him on on various uh, quests. Your father. Yes. Who is your father? Ba Bartholomew Gardenia. He 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 also worked on the council for uh, for four oh. terms. He he also uh, I think he he issued quests that the um, the nine would go on that sounds about right yeah I did this for a while for sure but my father and my mother they met at a very young age uh, she was a detective uh, and uh, and worked on, on a case for a serial killer of the time and they really hit it off so luckily for me I wasn't one of the the many that um, have a, a hard upbringing um, but I, I guess, you know, I ask, I, I would ask the same thing. What about your, your upbringing, your, your lineage, the town lineage? It seems very ominous. Um, 
towards the very beginning, Lamin breached and settling in and and making making something out of what you've kind of said nothing, if that makes sense. Saving the town and getting them established. What 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 detail is there a place I could find details on that? Yes, um of course you can. You can I I can speak to to uh Yorl uh Black Tusk. He uh, he's a fellow half-orc. He's our, our town librarian. He he works in the Breach Hill archives. I can I can set up a um, a date for you two to um, for you to uh, seek through our whatever documents we have of, of the town's past. But there's not too many, really. Um, but no, we we um, it's been quite some time since since the beginning and. We're quite fond of our town story and of the man who saved us. I, perhaps as a child, I might have thought that you know, what what was before the beginning of Breach Hill, but in, into adulthood, I, I look on to the present as, as a council member, I look to the future of Breach Hill and remember the past, but I don't go searching for something that's not there. So if I may be frank with you, have you sold yourself to your work? Do you have desire to slow down a little bit? I mean, coming from a man of, of I guess of my age and, and being able to look back in retrospect, I, I'm not as young as I'd hoped to be and I, I feel like I missed out a little bit. What about you? Yes. Not that I'm old and dead or anything. <laughs> I'm still got a spring in my step, obviously. But she, yeah, she laughs and she says, "She says no. Yes, um, many say that I'm well. What you said, married to the job. I. This is something you could say that I've looked forward to my entire young young life. I, being counsel, a night on the town with a half orc." <laughs> Uh, she laughs again. <laughs> uh, she says, I, 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 I mean, being the council president, being, she looks around the hall and sort of circle, but she says, being the, the woman in, in charge of so many people's happiness and security and safety. And it's a big, it's a big responsibility. It's a big honor. And... I look, I look to my 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 ancestor Reynolds and think, if he can do it and he can set up and guide these people and create government out of nothing, then it's my job to further his his task and and continue taking care of these these common people, these people that seek the the little things in life, to seek a a dinner with a, a pint of good ale and. A good, hearty meal. To work a simple job with the stonemasons or the loggers, the Wainwrights. Yes, I've I've looked forward to this kind of life, and perhaps I don't focus on my own. My own. It's very noble of you. Small pleasures. I I enjoy my work. Thank you. Thank you, Mister Short. No, I. 
Coming from somebody who did something they didn't mean a lot for a long time, I think that's very, very noble and really part of the reason that I ran out here in the first place is to seek something more noble. And if if your life serves as somewhat of a sacrifice to make sure that others can fully enjoy the life in Breach Hill, then that's, that's worth chasing after. She kind of holds up her, her glass and she says to, to helping those who need it. And she kind of kind of motions for you to clink glasses. To helping those who need it. And I clink. Urkel and Greta clink glasses and finish their drinks and set them down. And Greta says, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Or was this just a... You, you spoke when you first wanted to meet me here that you might have something more important, but I'm, I'm very well enjoying our, our uh, conversation. Same, same as I, Miss Greta, and I, I, I've been hesitant to bring it up for... Actually, not too sure why, but... I go ahead and I brought my pack with me and I search through it and I pull out a gold piece of parchment... I say, I was wondering if you knew more about your history before I brought this up, but it doesn't sound like there's much knowledge. Um, When we were scouring the depths of Citadel Alteran, we came across a contract or a document that... I mean, to be totally transparent, sent chills down my spine, and I thought she would like to see it. I slide it over to her. I push her brats out of the way and slide it across. She picks up the kind of like gilded ancient parchment. She reads the golden contract. And you see her brow uh, furrows, is that a word? Yep, furls yeah. her brow. Yeah, that's and good. And her eyes widen, and then she scowls at the parchment, and then very quickly she crushes it into a ball. And throws it into the fire next to her. Catch it! Can I make a reflex save you to try to catch it? You can make a reflex save. Yeah. Whoa. Woof. Jesus. Woof! Um, hold on, sorry. Didn't think you needed dice tonight, huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was I was not prepared to roll. Um, Phew. Okay. Uh, natural 11. 21. Urkel catches her forearm before the wadded uh, parchment can leave her hand. Miss Gardania. Do we need to go somewhere private? I don't think that's yours to 
to toss away what seems to be the <laughs> issue. Other than the, your entire lineage being a joke. <laughs> I, I guess you would just say, yeah. like, hold, hold it. Hold yeah. on. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk. She says, this, this document is horrible. It, this is a, 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 a downright lie. A lie that some person has conjured up to, to dismantle our very way of life. This, this must be destroyed. Mr. Look Sh- at the age. It's incredibly authentic. It's incredibly old. Greta, I, I, you're a smart woman. I, I think as much as this is a hard pill to swallow, please, you know, don't think of me trying to come in here and be rude, but this is your history. This is your inheritance. You accuse my ancestor of being some, some, in some cult and, and that's our hero, Lemon breached in some, some slave master, some, some man controlling this authoritarian this is not Lamond breached and this is not my Reynold Gardania. This is a lie. And I'm I, not accusing of it. Oh, go ahead, sorry. And I do not appreciate you bringing these things to this town. I would be just as shocked to hear the lineage of my family as well. You aren't. Greta, you don't know. No one knows. You don't think it's ominous that there's a group of, of people that started a town and they're all amnesiacs and what? That there's, you, you've, have you totally overlooked the fact that this, this Breachton was a, a spellcaster and that there's magic out there that can force your memory to be fuzzy? That doesn't cure, at least, at the very least, make you curious? These, these are the types of stories children make up. These... And she's just kind of having this crisis, and she says, she kind of like lets go of the paper, and it kind of like bounces onto the table. She looks back at you, and she says, You may keep this, this filth to yourself, Mr. Short, but do not share this lie. To anyone else in my town. Or this will I'm not, fine to... Or this will not be the end of this. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Short, but... I believe I must be going. I need to think some things over. Thank you for a wonderful evening. And when... You can't sleep at night... And when you need to find more answers, I ask that you come find me, and we'll do it together. Good night, Miss Greta. She nods and kind of, like, walks haughtily out the door. Now, if that wasn't an innuendo, I don't know what it is. <laughs> we watch <laughs> Urkel... my huge beer. <laughs> yeah, we watch Urkel drink his ale and eat his sausage, and we pan to find our last adventurer. We pass through the streets over to another tavern, but this tavern is not as nice as the Cadence Keg, for it is the Pickled Ear. Across the street from the burned Reliant Book Company, we pan inside 
and find Kaleri leaning against a bar next to the dwarf Dulo Doorbreaker as they chit-chat and enjoy drinks. It's been quite a while. I mean, I guess I've been here two days ago, but feels like it's been a whole month since I've been just able to kick back and work and have a drink. What about you, Dulo? How, how's that Hero Duels card treating you? Yeah, it's... It's pretty cool. Played played some guy the other night. Won a couple silver pieces. Well, hell yeah! That's that's really that's really nice. We'll have to yeah. we'll have to play sometime. Have you? Do you know where the manager is? I had some business to take up with her. You you need to talk to Roxy. Yeah, Roxy. I I haven't seen her around in a while. Is she okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's fine. She, I, I mean, I could go get her for you. He finishes his his uh, small little uh, whiskey or whatever he's sipping on, and he kind of goes behind the counter and then heads over in the the back. And then um, a little bit later, you see the kind of larger, more disheveled um, uh, barkeep. She's got flaming red hair and freckles, and she comes over and says, Now, uh, Dulo said you wanted to see me, Miss Kaleri. Is it about your pay? Because we can't pay anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't need to be paid anymore. I, I enjoy my job quite fine, and I think you're paying me a fair a fair wage. But, um, do you... Are we in earshot of anyone? I I don't think... I, I think we should do this in private. She rolls her eyes like, all right, come back here. And she walks you to a really cramped, small, like, manager's office. <laughs> Quote, unquote, <laughs> manager's office. Yeah. Um, so don't freak out and don't fire me. But um, I found the trash room, the secret trash room underneath the supply bin closet whatever you want to call it and i don't know if you knew but i'm sure you did there there's a tunnel beneath the pickled ear that is very old and leads all the way to the castle on the hill did you know that you you found a tunnel that goes to hell night hill under my tavern? Yes, abs- absolutely. And believe it or not, the... I don't know if you've been keeping up with town events, but the owner of... Well, the previous owner of the Reliant Book Company, Vaz Lorraine, actually used this tunnel to go to Hell Knight Hill and do some pretty vile things. I I, I didn't know if you were aware or if you had allowed her or, or what. No, no. You, that would make me an accomplice in whatever Vaz was doing, and, and that is something that I would have no no part in. That woman was demented, at the least. Uh, no. Uh, I was not aware of this, and I appreciate you telling me. Um, but I do ask that 
You don't tell anyone about it. I don't need a lot of attention of the of the council or having to you know how much it's gonna cost to block off some tunnel that big? I I don't have I don't have the money for that. Well, we've got the deed of the castle on the hill, so I don't think anybody will be trying to make a surprise visit to come see us. At the very least I'd ask you to tell me if somebody tried, but you know, I think it's fine. I, I must have jumped to conclusions. You and Dulo, you're good people. I I just needed to make sure. Yes, uh, of course, and, and and yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on on that room. We, if if you really are trying to live up there in that castle and and all, we we'll make sure no shady folks head up the the secret tunnel that you found. Well, thank you very much. And if I ever come to work through that weird weird ass tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shorter walk than walking around the outside of town. Yes, uh, yes, of course. Um, all right, well, and you're happy with your pay, so you said that, and so I wrote that down. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night, Clary. And the uh, absolutely. Kinda... Can I? Uh, can I have my birthday here? Would that be okay? <laughs> birthday. Yeah, it's not coming up anytime soon, but just like in the near future, can I have my birthday here? Sure. Yeah, we can. Uh, we've got some party. I think I got a pinata or something. Uh, yeah. We, we usually what? what country makes pinatas? We we usually do that for the kids, but uh, um, sure. Well, you see, I've had a lot of trauma in my life, and I never really aged past 31, so I'm basically still a kid. But I'll talk to you later. See ya. <laughs> uh, Kaleri leaves the uh, Kaleri leaves the pickled ear, and we all pan down through the streets, and we pan back to the third tavern of the night, the Wizard's Grace. We find our four friends sitting around a table playing some hero duels with each other and drinking some drinks. And uh, as they do, uh, they look around and they notice that there's really not a lot of business at the Wizard's Grace right now. Normally at this hour, there'd be a lot more people doing the same thing they're doing, but most of the tables are empty. I feel like there's a lot of breathing room here tonight. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I do feel like uh, patrons are yeah light. I, I would agree. It's it's nice, but it's odd. Do you wanna, Urkel? Do you? You've got a sweet tooth. You've got a sweet voice. You wanna check and see what's going on? Where where all these people are going? That's not that's not what sweet tooth that's means. That's not what yeah, sweet tooth Yeah, there's a little means. gnome in the corner that looks like a little garden gnome who has some candy for me. I'm gonna go over there. <laughs> what are you? When I was talking about a sweet tooth, I mean Urkel likes to munch on some sweet ass, and I was trying not to make a big deal about it. He's about to munch on a sweet ass of that bartender. If I gotta if I gotta talk like this, <laughs> fuck I mean I'm gonna talk like this. <laughs> oh, Tranil, Urkel gets up before Kaleri can. Put her voice back on and <laughs> <laughs> goes to the, the bar. Says, I'm so uh, sad that I won't be able to hear that for so long. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go back and listen to that. 
sorry. You go up to Trinil and um, <clears throat> say, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, this place is usually uh, quite quite the place to be during the evening. Is there a reason it's there's not a lot of people here tonight? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a little slow um, ever since that Varician moved in next door. What? Varician? Yeah. You know, the the tent that I got put up next door? I'm hoping she only stays here till the end of the week. Or people be spending money with her and they're not buying my, my ale. We already purchased drinks, right? <laughs> no, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I want to go check out the Varician tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, well, walk I, up I, you know what? It's piece. always. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say I walk up and put down a gold piece because I was eavesdropping and I leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, that's a shame. We we definitely um, love it here. This is the place to be. I'll be staying here for the next few days. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and tab out and I'm going to go ahead and smoke outside. But uh, have a good evening now. Well, well, thank you, Miss Clary and Urkel. Of course, you, you're always good patrons to us here at the Wizard's Grace. Um,. Yeah, and I'm not too worried. These, you know, strange folk come to town, and all the townspeople get all get all hot about it, and then they leave town, and they all come coming back to us. It's we can handle it business wise, but yeah, we'll see you around, Mister Urkel. See you later, ma'am. Thank you. And I look over at Aaron and and Frizz and say, kind of like motion them, to like follow the us. Gig outside. stands up and says. All right, time to cheat on Trinell. Let's go. <laughs> what? You, you guys head out the door and you kind of turn the corner and you see that there is in fact a brightly colored like circus tent makes it sound like humongous, but it there is a like brightly colored tent of all these different fabrics and 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 hues. And you see there's a line like out of this tavern of most of the patrons from from around the the, this, the town. And they're all lined up and you see above the tent there is a little flag banner that is put up. And it says the all-knowing Ziana Zakelski Varician Harrower from distant, from the distant lands. Is it Madame Zeroni? Hmm. Give me Madame Zeroni. <laughs> but you look, okay. you look, and you you do see that this would appear to be a fortune teller of sorts. Yeah. And there's a line of of customers waiting their turn to go into the tent. Does anybody want to get their fortunes read? Does anyone have? Uh, uh, give me like a culture check or society or yeah society yeah Aaron does not need a roll yeah 28 for me oh okay yeah like 15 okay oh 24 okay so strangely enough Kaleri has seen one of these before Urkel has two and uh, Aaron of course being from Varicia uh, knows what harrowing is, and that is essentially the real-life version of, of uh, tarot card readings, 
but uh, it is Harrow card readings for Pathfinder. And um, this is from Varicia, a country very far away. But this is like a traveling fortune teller. So you guys would know that Frizzigake has no clue what this is. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They, 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 those people don't really come by Gimgash. Yeah. No, this this would be fantastic. I always like to to go here. I've been I've been even as a young man. I used to go and see these, and they, you know, maybe pair you up with somebody that you know at the office or something like that. And <clears throat> it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's still a good time. Maybe we can shake our nights up. Who's who's down, Frizzy Gay? You want to get your fortune told? Seems like a scam. Totally. 100%. It's a good time. Well, I think there's merit to... It is. It is. It's really fun. Trying to find people who have a deeper connection with the <laughs> spirits of this okay. world than we do. Some people just have a gift. Okay. Some have a gift. I knew it. If I had to guess which one of us was gonna was gonna say that, I, I had the I, I had to know it was Galeri. Oh Just what? Because my skin Galeri. is brown, huh? Oh, is that why? What? Did you make that assumption, Frizzigig? I haven't made any assumptions about you since your skin is green. Okay. None of us. Nothing have... to do with the color of your skin, Galeri. You're just kind of you know. You mean I'm from a You're culture that accepts things just, greater you know. than... You eat oats for breakfast every day. I see it. Oats. Oats and... and <laughs> yeah, you also sleep it outside. Wheat grass juice. And you're over there with Aaron as he feeds on bird seed. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Aaron was a fucking bird. <laughs> Aaron just is a eating bird small confirmed. mustard seeds. Aaron's just, just like pecking. He's just pecking. <laughs> <laughs> Fistfuls of birdseed. Stop! Stop! Away. Stop <laughs> making fun of my granola. In, we've been in hot, in line this whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, uh, we're just waiting. Our turn. Do uh, if I figure out our trick, do you think she'll ki- she'll kick me out? Uh, I think that sounds like real fun. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. I want to get kicked it. out. <laughs> All right. You guys have talked and chatted, and eventually you guys are at the front of the line. You've been waiting for quite some time now. Who was the first? It's who wants to go first, and that's it. Should we roll for it? Yes. Right. Yeah, roll for it. D twenty. Just fly. Right. straight roll. Uh, yeah, you all roll for it. whoever gets the highest flat check gets to go. Okay, fourteen. Initiative, I would win uh, that easy. Well, is it straight up or are we adding an initiative? It's just flat. Straight flat 16. Okay. Well, that's 14. an 18 for Frizz a gig. 18 for Frizz. You see a guy, a guy comes out of the tent and he's like, uh, like comes out like he's like immediately his friend's like waiting on him. He's like, it's like, she told me that she told me that we're going to have a great year on the farm. But I need to plant eggplants. Can't plant anything other than eggplants. And the guy's like, it's like, no one's going to buy eggplants. Like, nope, she told me eggplants it is this year. And then they just kind of walk up. Frizzy getting ash, you know, does that thing. He like stretches his arms out with his fingers interlaced in front of him. And he rolls his neck to crack it. And he's like, oh boy, this is going to be fun. Frizzigig enters the tent, and the inside is super dark, minus small little candles set around everywhere. And then there's tons of, like, incense 
kind of floating in the air, very smoky. And you see there is um, a small little table on the ground, and there is a woman sitting on a on a pillow in front of it. And there's also a pillow for you to sit on, on the ground. And you can barely make out our figure through the hazy incense. And she says, you may approach. Frizzy takes a few you know, cautious steps forward and he's looking around, analyzing everything as he can. He's looking for the, he's looking for the tripwire. He's looking for the mirrors. He's looking for, you know, everything that he's expecting to be there. And then he uh, takes his seat. Does he get a clear, can he see a clearer image of her now? Mm-hmm. As you get closer, uh, you see the face of a very beautiful uh, young Varician woman. And she wears a very long, ornate Varician scarf. And she has long hair, um, very like reddish brown, colorful hair that is um, braided and has all types of little metal like dangling um, trinkets in it. And then she also wears a like uh, bandana on top. And then very- Let me, let me, let me just roll this. That's funny. Yeah, Frizzy Gig's into it. Uh, she oh, no. she wears very like flowing, like like different all kinds of different like material like robes and stuff. But she sits mm-hmm. down and she looks up and she smiles. Uh, and she kind of giggles at Frizzy Gig and she says, she says, "Do not worry, little goblin. I will not hurt you. Here, come sit by me." And she like motions to sit down. Um. Yeah, 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 he goes and sits down. He says, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't worried. And I was, <laughs> nah. She says, my name is Ziana Zakilski. I am from Verissia. I am a Harrow card reader. Do you know? Are you familiar with Harrow cards? Nope. I'm, I'm a, I'm a gig though. I'm like, any points. He, he, well, he points straight out and then he moves his arm. Like a few kind of, you know, he angles it uh, farther behind them. He says, I'm from like 15 miles that way. Ah, well, thank you so much for coming to my tent to this evening. And she kind of, um, you, she like looks over and you see there is a little uh, coffer um, where people have been putting silver pieces in. So no, not yet. You look good. I mean, it looks real good in here. <laughs> it looks, uh, it looks real. It looks real uh, cool in here. Yes. Well, would you like your fortune read, Mister Frizzigy? I am. Yeah, sure. I am a reader of the cards, and you kind of look at them, and you just see like a set of like plain, like these big cards, right? She says, do you think they're just cards? Just pictures and words good for gambling or faking townsfolk out of a few coppers? Yeah, that's, that's what they look like to me. Go on and think that. I do not mind. But my cards know where you've been and where you're going. 
and it's not pretty, not at all. So you can walk away and make fun, or you can stop and learn to turn the few remaining pages of the story of your life into a novel worth telling. Or don't. After all, they're only cards. Now let's hear it. I gotta know what kind of vegetables I gotta plant. (laughs) (laughs) She says... Burn. I will start the... He, he winks, though. He winks. It was playful. <laughs> right. She yeah. she returns the wink and says, I will... Dang. Frizzgig doesn't know how to handle this. <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> says, I will... She says, I will read your... We will begin the process, but I... I will need payment for my trade. She motions. Do you have a silver to spare of Arisian? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, uh... Pulls out his little, little money pouch and he uh, puts silver in. Okay. She says, we will begin the first phase of the choosing. And I have with me an actual physical set of Pathfinder Freaky Hero Go. Duel cards. Or Hero Duel cards. <laughs> Maybe one day. Hero uh, cards. But Hero Duel. Hero <laughs> cards. Sorry. Hero Duel cards. And... Frizzigig, go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. And she kind of, okay. she sets she sets down all of these cards, kind of like face down, and asks you to choose one. Um, I rolled a nineteen. She pulls out this card, and it has. Like a, a human skeleton Uh-oh. with like a sword through it hanging above a tangle of briars. I don't know if you can see that. Whoa. Dang. She says, oh. I'm sorry, young goblin. Your chosen card is the tangled briar. This is a card of ancient deeds, and it indicates that an object or person from long ago that will somehow have a great influence on the situation. Well, this object or person in question is one lost or has been murdered in some foul way. This is your fated card. But do know that perhaps this card is misaligned. The thorny past brings not just pain, but perhaps there is hope for the future. How does Rosigig feel? Hmm. A little weird. Um. It doesn't really give new information. It was just supply- surprisingly accurate information. Right. Um, that's she's she's saying like she's first she is picking like who you are, your card. The card that embodies gotcha. you. Says um All right. I right, that's fair. That's pretty good. Would you like to go to the next phase? Yeah, let's do it. 
She says, I will require a... Another silver piece. Yeah, alright, I got I got another one for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that, she says, now... I will need you to choose again. But this time... Ask me... What you... What you seek? What is it that you seek from me, Frizzigi? Anything? You do not have a specific thing that you are searching for? No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I can ask you any question, and... You ask me what you are seeking from the cards, and I will help you along your way. What do you seek? Is it wealth, power, healthiness, love... What is it that you seek, young goblin? Answers. Answers. I see. She pulls out nine cards and lays them down and asks you to pick one. Roll for it? Roll a yeah, roll a D ten. Six. Six, eh? She says, ah. The hidden truth. This card symbolizes its ability to see the ability to see past the obvious and the banal to the greater truth within. Sometimes this discovery is an esoteric one. Sometimes it is a literal find, such as an item revealed within a room. Regardless, this card has the power to reveal many secrets. She says, this is a good card, no? If you are seeking answers. She says, I can read your past, present, and future. My last fortune reading for one gold piece. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> all right, all right. You put uh, it here you go. She then lays down nine cards in a three by three pattern, and one by one she flips them over. And in the first column, she looks. She says, "I look into your past, and I see the beating." She pulls out a card. This card signifies coming under attack from all sides but it can also indicate the disillusionment of oneself mentally whether the strength is of flesh or mind it dissolves under the relentless attack it appears in your past you have been attacked perhaps near death yes I see well, let's take a look into your present. She pulls out another card, and you see... She says, ah, oh, the locksmith. It, this presents the subject with the keys she needs to unlock her destiny. He grants the tools to access a new location, a clue, or treasure. But he does not grant the insight into how or where to use the tools that you are granted. Is this your present? I would say so. 
Then let's look into your future, young goblin. For my last card for you, the betrayal. This is not a good omen. This is selfish, incarnate. Envy twists the spirit and leads ultimately to devastation. It can also indicate a person whose loveliness hides in an evil heart. I see, she closes her eyes, I see in your future that you will come across a betrayal, a great betrayal. And then with that, she kind of like leans back and then is just like gone like a cloud. She says, I hoped I have helped you, goblin. You may now leave. Yeah, um. No, no, yeah, yeah, helpful. He starts to get upset. So, uh, like, how, how long are you going to be in town? <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will be here as long as the gods would like me here. Oh, oh, cool, cool, cool. Well, so, so what do you do when you're not doing this? Communing with the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with trash. No, oh, yeah, no. Playing with yeah, trash. That's, uh... <laughs> you, you do? <laughs> <laughs> And he says, oh, no, uh, all right, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, 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 Well, you know, if you ever want, like, a... Yeah, it was a cool place, like, right next to us, it was a grace, you know, I get to drink sometime, I'm there sometimes, you should come by sometime. All right, bye. Yes, please send in the next one. It's so good, that's wonderful. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Chance to shoot like next. Him. How good? How good it's did too, my boy do? Too cl too cloudy in there. <laughs> too much. Don't too know. many fat rips in there. He doesn't have enough money to keep going. I, back. Give me a flat check. Flat check. That was oh. very good. <laughs> okay. Flat. Well, this one goes. Well, so I'll say this. His flat. Like the the the. I, I rolled a flat check to see if he was into her, and like my scale yeah. was like one to twenty. He rolled a natural one. Ah. So. So is so, okay. So we'll see what this one is. It's on a D twenty. Yeah. yeah it's it another one. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. Woof. Sorry, Frizz. She's a business. Well, okay, okay, but 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 but. If Frizzy rolled a one, and that meant that he liked her, if she Hear also gets the one, right? Like they got the same number. Yeah. All right, it was send in the next one. It's Ronnie. Ronnie's next. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Yep. Clary enters the tent, and she sees exactly what Frizzy saw, and you see the woman, and she says, "She says hello, friend. Will you come sit next to me this evening?" Hello, ab absolutely. I I hope you can give me some clarity on what I need to do next. Absolutely, if you have the coin. And she looks over at the coin. First. I've got more than enough, I'm sure. How, how much do you require? 
To get started, I only require a copper piece. Well, you've got it. She pulls hey. out a copper piece and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Puts it into she the hates bed. the boys. Uh, Man hater. Um, she says, "For my first price, I do a basic choosing to find what is your fated card to learn a little bit about you." Will you roll a d20? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ab- absolutely. Do you need to know anything about me? or No, the cards already uh, know. Yes, the gods, of course. I I rolled a one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh. Oh, my dear. This is not good. Ooh. She pulls out. Ooh. A card and it's a horrible monster is on it and it reads the fiend this card it depicts the devil swallowing innocence it can indicate the deaths of many in a great calamity the fiend indicates some sort of dark intelligent creature endangers the populace but if it's misaligned that means there may be salvation from this same calamity this is a horrible card to be fated with Hmm. would you like me to keep going (laughs) (laughs) well uh uh, ab- absolutely, yes. This is this is my reality. So, how much more do you require? Only one silver piece. All right, I've I've got it for you. I I need to hear what's next. Next, I will allow you to choose another card. But before you choose, tell me it is what you are seeking this evening. Is it health or wealth or love? What is it that you seek? None of those things. I... Power? Not even power. I... I want... I want to be able to protect those close to me and to stop whatever calamity could befall all of us. So I don't want... I don't want anyone to have to go through what I went through. She pulls out nine cards, and I need to roll a d10 to choose one. Zoinks. A two. She pulls out a card, and you see there is a white knight on it, named the Paladin. This card symbolizes standing strong in the face of adversity. The paladin does not back down under any circumstances. When I see this card, normally it indicates that the chooser needs to stay the course and do what you know is right, even if it takes a heavy toll. I 
hope that brings you some clarity. Now, would you like me to do my last reading uh, of your past, present, and no, future? No, I'm good. I think that's all I needed. Thanks. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I give her the last <laughs> gold piece. I was like, piece. she's out. <laughs> all right. I, I uh, said so Clay throws in a gold piece. Um, she does her cards, puts them in order, past, present, future. And on the past, she flips over and reads them. She reads her first card. She pulls. Ah, yes. The trumpet. This is a good card. This is good. Trumpets are four. Uh, the trumpet is a declaration of power. It's an aggressive force that wades into the direst situations without any hesitation. In the cause of right. I believe you must have done this at some time in your past, no? Yes. I would I would say yes. Now, let me look into your your present, what you're dealing with now. I see hmm, an unusual card, the uprising. This represents that you appear to be caught in the clutches of something more powerful than yourself. It is an overwhelming strength that often crushes what it comes in contact with. Do you feel the pressure of being in someone's grasp? Yes. I don't yet have the strength to fight him. I will hurry to the future. Ah, I see. The Winged Serpent. This is a very good card. The Winged Serpent's a powerful being. Knowledge and prudence are separate. But it keeps bridged by understanding. This beast represents this bridge. Knowing whether now is the time to strike. I, I believe there will be a time in your near future that you will have to know the difference between striking and holding your power, your strength. I pray to the gods that you will make the right decision. Thank you. That is all that I have to offer. I I will take my leave. And hope to see you another time if if the gods will it. If the gods will it. <laughs> okay, who's next? Me. Can't remember who rolled next. It's me, my Either. turn. Erky, Erky. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, Urkel rolls in to this very densely um, smoke. I don't know what to say. <laughs> the uh, the clouds of smoke and the, the candles and he enters this little tent and sees the beautiful Varician woman. She says, ah, friend, will you come join me this evening? Of course. And I um, 
go over to her and I extend a hand with my beautiful gloves on and I say, <laughs> my name's Mr. Uncle Short. How do you do? And it's not like a, it's not like a, it's more of yeah. a like, you yeah, know, yeah. offers she, a hand. She, she very gracefully like shakes your hand and yeah. says, she says, well met, Urkel Short. My name is um, Ziana Zakelski of Varicia. And I believe these cards know you very well. Do you wish to know what they know? Well, yes, I do. Can I roll for my little glad hand, like gloves of perfect sure. handshake thing? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Is diplomacy yeah. plus five. Plus five? Yeah, yeah. diplomacy plus five. Incredible. Uh, 31. Yeah, oh you make a really great first impression <laughs> on her. Sorry for the gig. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Uh, Why didn't I get to add says, anything to mine when you had to add things to his? <laughs> I saw one, but... Sorry, sorry. Chance doesn't want for gig to find happiness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Zirkle toss in a copper Absolutely. piece. I put in a okay. copper piece. She says, I will choose, or you will choose your fated card. And then will you roll a d20? An 11. Ah. This card you choose determines your fate. I see. Hmm. A goat card on its own in its own right. The survivor represents a person who has been through an ordeal of some kind, surrounded by fallen comrades. The man on the card represents someone or something thought lost forever, but found once more. This can be represented for rebirth. But if misaligned, this can evoke terrible news or of a profound loss. Tis for you to decide this card's fate. This um, seems to be very fitting. I would say, yes. I see, would you like to know more? Toss in a silver piece. Roll a d10. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. What would you like from the cards? Knowledge, power, love, wealth? I seek acceptance. I seek a home, a purpose, a place. Yes. A home. She, okay, she pulls out nine cards. Roll d10. Four. This is not a good card. I am afraid, my friend, this is a terrible card. The wax works. This is a place of helplessness. Physical entropy. The mind might be willing, but the flesh is frozen in this place of horror. It is also the card of torture and imprisonment. 
signifying literal inability to move or paralysis of a more prosaic kind. You seek a home and love, but the cards do not see it. I'm sorry, friend, but do you want to know more? Put a gold piece in. Let's start with your past. I see the Teamster. Teamster is a driving external force that keeps the subject going, no matter what. This force can be physical or mental, as a person who extorts others to continue on when she has no more strength to give. The force can be for good or ill, but it cannot be ignored. It would appear that you have an influence on others to get things done, whether that's for good or for selfish gain, I do not know. Let's move to the present. Ah. The courtesan. This is the card of political intrigue. Her mask embodies the social niceties that must be followed. But if it slips, negotiations can take an unexpected turn. The card can also indicate a woman of power who shapes events. How she is treated decides the outcome of the situation. It appears your influence is more than just a small group, but of more people that you must decide decisions for. Would you like to know your future, Mr. Urkel? Yes, I would. Pulls out, she flips over the future cards, and then she gasps. And you see a familiar card as the waxworks are there again. Mr. Short, I have to be frank with you. When a chosen card comes up in the third choosing, this means that it is more than likely to occur. appears this place of helplessness and horror torture and imprisonment it appears the cards say it's your future I'm sorry I'm only a reader Urkel kind of like he like shakes his head and like leans in and he tries to keep his voice down but talk very closely to her and aggressively and he says, do you see my face? What I've been cursed with, the body that I bear. If you only knew the half of how I grew up, you, you, you yourself, you, you conjurer of cheap tricks. You, you mystic and you, you haggle small farmers for coins so you can paint pictures for their lives. You know, you two know what it means to, to utilize, to, coerced to 
Life set itself against me. Keep your cards. Good day. He gets up and he leaves. Her expression during all of that was one of just like calm. Yeah. Like she just didn't move. Yeah. All right. You guys see Urkel just brush out of the tent, angry. I'm going to bed. Good night. Aaron walks in. Okay. To the musty tent. She says, hello, friend. Would you like to take a seat with me this evening? Of course, my good Varician. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, are you from the mainland? The mainland I am. I mean... (laughs) I am from. <laughs> yes, as we say. Uh, yes, as we do say. What ho? I am the land. She says, "So are you? So you are familiar with the customs of a harrow reading?" Of course. And I just say, "I'm gonna just pay you up front if you're cool with it." <laughs> Puts a copper, says, yes, a silver, and cool a gold. Yeah. The whole package, I Give see. me the works. <laughs> well, let's let's choose, shall we? Uh, roll a d20. 15. Okay. Ah, I see. Your fated card is the empty throne. This card is a sense of loss that is palpable. The ghost in this card signifies that those who are gone will always be with us. They taught us important lessons, if only we choose to listen. This card can bring you information from a far off or ancient source, but if your card is misaligned, The ghosts of the past are restless and might require effort to set them at peace. I see. Would you like to continue? What ho, yes. (laughs) I am the land. What? (laughs) What ho of (laughs) Varicia? She says, what? do you seek from the cards this evening? Courage. This is a good thing to seek. Thanks. Ah. This is another good card. The keep. A symbol of quiet strength. One that can move when necessary, yet stand firm through the greatest hardship. Those represented by the keep are not shaken by any force. This is a good card to choose. Now, would you like your past, present, and future? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's begin with your past. She pulls out the cards and flips over the past. Ah, this is not a good start. The mute hag. 
while it might be silent, she holds her eye and sees into the hearts of men. This hag invokes blood packs, poisonous secrets, the kind that turns brother against brother, son against father. I see that in your past, there may have been a secret or something between you and some friends. To your present. Ah. The vision. This card represents arcane knowledge. Such knowledge can take the form of madness or cryptic words. I see that you've found a puzzle of sorts, something you don't understand, but perhaps one day you can unlock it. And finally, your future. Finally, your future. The Publican card. This is good. It represents fellowship and camaraderie and a place of refuge for those in need. Most would find the Cyclop on the card inconsequential, but it is he who has the insight relevant to a reading or quest. It would seem that you are needed though perhaps the ones that need you are not aware of it I urge you to not give up on those that need you for maybe your thinking or wisdom that they need in a time of need that is your future thank you it was very enlightening she bows. I bow in reply. What I ho? I am the land. I am the land. What ho, land? I hope <laughs> the open road treats you kind. Goodbye. You as well. And with that, all four of you have, le- have left the tent of Ziana Zakelski of Varicia. And we now pan to see Frizzigig and Urkel sitting kind of quietly with their drinks at the Wizard's Grace before they head up to bed. And then we pan through the wilderness up to the hill and find Kaleri. She walks through the citadel, now slightly cleaned, and heads down through the secret doorway into the ring of gates and finds Aaron asleep, his hand still outstretched while he was working on the hunter gate. Clary picks him up carries him back to the citadel upstairs and to her small camp she has outside the citadel and lays him in a hammock 
we see as she sits on the ground, staring into the fire, thinking deep on what the cards had to tell her. We fade to black. And that's the end of episode 25. Man. Damn, son. Damn. There we go. Boy. Crazy. Urkel's fucked. I am, I am fucked. Urkel's the one who <laughs> dies this season. I am, I am done. <laughs>